Okay, we're back for episode... 12, 12 something. That's if we release it. <laughs> Who knows? That's good. Um, yeah. We, uh, we caught up last, about four days ago, five days ago, down at the beach. Yeah. Um, we went on the water to watch some boats do some racing, which is pretty good fun. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? No, thanks for taking us taking us out there. No, was that an effort for you to organise or not really? No, not really. Yeah, I didn't. That's why I was sort of only saying thank you, like not that much. Yeah, it's because like I mean, I drove an hour, so if anything, you should be thanking me, <laughs> yeah. which you haven't done yet. So I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Pretty much though, because I didn't want to. Like I was trying to pike out of it for a while. As in, I always yeah, 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 yeah. Real indecisive about it. No, the night before. I just can't be fucked. I can't be fucked. Yeah. It's almost a burden that Alex is coming <laughs> because otherwise I wouldn't do it. But yeah. in the end, it actually ended up being really, really good. A rare instance of us mm. actually sort of the relationship doing a positive thing for each other yeah exactly. rather than me just talking you out of it and then it's just both sitting at home but um yeah it was pretty my dad was like doing the was on the race fuck he looks like all business when he's there man speaking of which got some news this morning um he got a phone call from from uh from japan they wanted to do like the olympics trial oh really yeah that's that's pretty big this morning he was up telling everyone i'm like that's big. That like, yeah, he's pretty excited. He, um, so what's his likelihood of... Uh, he doesn't know. He didn't expect it. Yeah. But Wait, so the Olympics are obviously next year, 2020? Yeah. And so so for each Olympics they do, they always do trial events. They pretty much do like a fake Olympics. Oh, cool. Before they do the Olympics, yeah, yeah. to make sure that everything's in order. Yeah. So they had a sailing trial event a couple of months ago in, in Japan. Um, and then they do like an even bigger one. Um, so they invite a few of the sailing boats to come over and do a racing and make sure everything's in order. Yeah. And then they have like a huge trial event where they have pretty much most of the sports going on in the same period of time. Yeah, so yeah. With everything. Yeah. And just to iron out any any things that are no good. Um, but do those waveforms look really, really small to you? <laughs> yeah, except when I laugh. I've got a... Gee, your ones are oh, sorry, my waveforms are really big here. Maybe it's my ones that are teeny, teeny. You mine aren't existent. <laughs> no, there they are. Why are mine so big? No, See, normally I've got this conspiracy theory that you turn me down just very, ever so slightly, so you can just dominate the podcast. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I think you just talk louder than me. You've got a very loud speaking yeah, voice, naturally. I'm seriously concerned about these fucking waveforms. Look at it. Do you want to hit? Do you want to hit that pause button and have a listen back? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, are we starting again? Well, we just kicked off where we were before. Oh, let's just. So for the for the listeners, um, gee, now mine are really big. I'm really confused now. I, I, wait. The context is we went without headphones again. Are you going to remember? You're going to, let's surely we just hit that start again. No, nah, no way. On principle, I won't start again. I'll fill the listeners in. All right, done. Wait, so what are you going to do with the last two and a half minutes? You're going to cut that out or just keep it there? <laughs> Leave it there. <laughs> That'd be funny. Me talking to myself <laughs> for the first two and a half minutes. Michael didn't fucking turn his mic on every fucking time I come here. <laughs> I don't, I don't know enough about like audio shit to call him out, but surely you just leave all the buttons in the exact same place and then press the off button. And then when we resume next time, you just hit, turn it on again. I could do that. Yeah. I choose not to though. Yeah. Because every time I come here, you're like sort of figuring it out from first principles all <laughs> over again. And we have to do like 50 calibration tests. Yeah, it's true. And even while you t- like while I'm talking, you're like fiddling with the knobs. What could you possibly be doing? I just want those waveforms to look nice and equal. You're too hung up on the waveforms. <laughs> I guess I get hung up. I haven't got. So, for example, we I gotta put a sock over that screen. <laughs> I like to. Uh, I I was 
the reference between the sock over the screen was I was I was seeing if, if we put socks over the microphones, which some guy told me once in a store. To enhance the sound quality. It means that you don't get all the blowy noises and shit like that. Yeah. But it ended up just looking really phallic <laughs> and we both got very uncomfortable. Um, but you know, because whenever I'm listening to it in the car, right? Yeah. I haven't got a car stereo. I've only got like my phone and earphones. And if yeah. the window's down as well, which is pretty much always because I haven't got aircon. Great. Like it's it's really hard to hear because it's just not loud enough, or I notice it if it's not loud enough. So now I'm gonna like (laughs) the waves look good here. The waves are good. This is the last time I'm gonna look at the waves. Yeah, but they look they look perfect. Yeah. Oh, yours a bit small. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just pretty much average. But uh, yeah, good stuff. Anyway, so I was chatting before my dad got invited to. It's gonna be the shittest episode to listen to. (laughs) No, it's gonna be great. Yeah. The Olympic trial event. Yeah, happy days. That's about it, really. You should probably explain that all over again. I feel like you can hear me in the background. <laughs> but he, yeah. So before each Olympics, they do a couple of trial events. They do to make practice, sure practice Olympics, Olympics, essentially. Exactly. Um, for, two, for the 2004 Athens one, they pretty yeah. much didn't do any practice events because they just didn't have it ready. Two of the lazy Greeks. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, it is a good, like, like it was still a construction well, site. Well, they were thinking like we literally have done this for 2,000 years. Yeah, like, like that's an insult to practice. <laughs> like the hurdles were literally done over iron girders. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a construction I do reckon that would be a much better event. Like just the hurdles are just kind of random heights. Because <laughs> <Random laughs> like, objects too. Because yeah, you, you're getting like too specific. These people are too good at jumping over these hurdles <laughs> of an exact height over this exact Where's distance. Where's the fun? I just want to see who's the best at jumping over things while they're running in general exactly so i just say mix up the heights mix up the distance between them yeah some of them are different shapes just the look of the objects like if it was always the same height would be Mm. fine almost because you even still see people hit hurdles in the olympics and you're like what are you doing here (laughs) you you literally have one job Nah, it's good when you see them like skimming over them just like by that much you know that's that's pretty pure but you can tell how autistic they are like if every athlete if they literally are half a step off on, in their start, like, they'll hit every single hurdle. Like, <laughs> they are they robots. They, like, yeah, they're robots. They literally yeah. can't adjust their form to, yeah. to like, oh, you know, I'll make sure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They don't even know how to jump over things. They just, <laughs> they just know very, a routine. Yeah, they're dancers. Yeah, have you ever played, like, been learning a song on, like, piano or something, and, like, you practice it wrong, and you practice it wrong for, like, six months, and yeah. then you don't realise, and then you try to relearn it, and it's like, mm, it's pretty much impossible. 100%. Like, I've encoded this into my body, into my fingers, like, I just have to pick a new song now. I'm for never sure. going to be able to play this. When I was learning guitar, like, I learned, um, I started playing guitar because it did, like, a breath subject, which was, like, yeah, solo, yeah, yeah. and you have to be able to play a music, accompany yourself when you're singing yeah. a song. Why don't you just do piano? Um, I don't know. For some reason, I just thought guitar. I honestly didn't even cross my mind to do piano. Yeah, okay. Um, I think it was because I had a shitty guitar. Yeah, my yeah. sister gave me one of her old guitars. Um, I think you would almost you would like the aesthetic of playing a guitar more than a piano, wouldn't you? Perhaps. Honestly, I'm actually looking back at it now and be like, wow, I don't know why I chose guitar because I did play piano for like a few years and I have basic skills. Play piano for like four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, long story short. Um, anyway, so I sort of taught myself like just a couple of chords and literally taught myself the song I was going to, I wrote and that was that. That was all I did. I didn't know anything else. How many chords was in your song? Five, maybe. It's more than enough, isn't it? Honestly, I'm writing songs now that I used like two or three. It's a gimmick that you need like (laughs) chords. I just don't buy it. My sister's, my sister does jazz and stuff. She's like, (laughs) no, you need like 16 chords minimum for it to be like 
yeah. respectable. I'm like, nah, I don't want your respect. You're not, you're not my target market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Where was I going with this? Uh, learning something Oh, yeah, wrong. long to short. And then I, I was holding them in the wrong way. Like my fingers were on the wrong, uh, in the right spots, but the wrong fingers, right? So oh, then yeah. when I tried to learn other chords and piece them together, I found oh, like you it was really, switch it between them. Yeah, they weren't ergonomic yeah, yeah. movements. Huh, ergonomic but um, yeah, a bit of fun. Yeah, I feel something that the like you know we're always like oh we want the podcast to be like a real convo. We never make this much eye contact in a real in a normal convo. Yeah, I guess not. I wish we had the socks back. <laughs> just look at the socks. Yeah, I'm just gonna start facing this. <laughs> start facing this picture of Jesus. This is why I look here. at the waveforms. I don't yeah. have to look at your fucking face. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, sick of it. It's a classic um sort of male thing, like just. It's like we're both looking at the barbecue or we're both looking at the weather radar. So, or just a blank wall. Yeah. This is a great thing about TVs. They're just meant for men. <laughs> to not talk to each oh, other. so good. Yeah, it is good. Like, because when you're at someone's house and they flick on the TV oh, and it just immediately fun. kills every combo. It's I fucking so hate it. I actually hate it. Well, what am I doing? Why are we hanging out if we're just going to watch TV? Mm. I was watching a bit more um, of those Dave and Attenborough. Of course. Tidbit boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you said you wanted to restart the tidbits. I think I want to restart. The issue mm. is I watched about six of them and there's two, like... No, not six. I watched three episodes. Two animals are in each. So, we've got so six, six animals, animals now. I see where you're coming from, yeah. To, um, to talk about. I just don't really know where to go with it. Did you tell... Did you explain to the people... So, do we get to the bottom of that sailing story or what? Oh, the, the one where we went out in the water. No, the one where your dad's oh, yeah, a can, judge for the... Yeah, the Olympics. I don't know. It's just it's like for the trial event. Yeah. So yeah. we're all. I called him up before, and we're all just a bit like, "Oh, we actually don't know what the deal is." Yeah, it's pretty exciting, though. Because um, yeah, he just got a phone call. But so we're going to. He's he's going to Japan. Yeah, he's going to Japan in well a couple of months. I see. Yeah, really far out. Yeah, apparently it's quite political to get into the um the Olympics as like an official. But I thought as well, it's like funny. You never really think about like the officials and stuff that are there. Like for them, that is their Olympics. Yeah, like, it's yeah, the yeah, pinnacle yeah. of being yeah. a judge or an umpire or a race officer or anything like that. You can't get much higher than you that. You can't get better. Like the guy in the 100 meter sprint final with a gun, like, he's wow. the best in the world. <laughs> he should be signing autographs. <laughs> he needs a gold fucking medal. Seriously. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, so yeah, it's pretty good. But um, yeah. Do you do, like when you sail, like that's your sport. Do you thank the officials after a race? Do you find them out? Yeah. So, like, I always... There's a finish boat. And every time you go past a finish boat, like, I've been taught that, like, oh, you just go up and you say, oh, thanks very much, guys. For a good call. You thank them all, yeah. You and something. then if I sail past anyone else, and usually, like, if I see them on shore yeah. as well, I say, oh, thanks, good racing. Yeah, see, so that's something I sort of only started noticing or, like, doing myself in, like, the last couple of years. Like, when I got a menial job myself, like, mm-hmm. not in sports officiating even though i do a tiny bit of that yeah but just like i think when you're a kid and like you're kind of growing up you just take everything for granted like you just assume that it's there and it's always there and Mm. it's not until like either you're the one who has to do that boring job or you show up and someone hasn't done that boring job that you realize like how important it is yeah definitely yeah i think it's because i started i did like a bit of like volunteering and stuff yeah for a couple of events and i was like gee like it's actually a lot of work. There's a there lot going so on behind the scenes. And <clears throat> no one gets paid anything. Yeah. That's like, wait. Yeah. And they like the, really do, at the very least, deserve a thanks. Yeah. And the bottom line is, like, they don't have to do it. No. I'm always impressed when people do things they don't have to do. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, thanks. It's more like they get up at 6.30 in the morning sort yeah. of thing sometimes to get to the race and, like, set shit up. I'm like, fuck. Let's dedicate this episode like, to all paid. the officials <laughs> out there. 
Like, I get paid like a silly amount of money for watching kids out of sale sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. Even then, I want to pull out. And not <laughs> yeah. So these these heroes behind the scenes. Well, because like the guys that we were. So when we were out on the water, we were just in a what do you call that? Just a motorboat? Do you call it anything else? A dinghy? You call just it just a motorboat? Yeah, yeah. And so we were with the guys who were officiating. But how many officials do you need for a race of that? that um, size? You've usually got like maybe three people on the start boat. Yeah. So one person who's just watching the time, one person who's like um, watching the line to make sure no one jumps over, and then another yeah. person who's just in charge of everything and making sure everything's sort of going. Yeah. And then you need a finished boat, um, which is, in this case, was just the start boat again. They came back to yeah, the start yeah. boat. Um, and on the finished boat, you need the same sort of thing. One person calling out sale yeah. numbers, the other person looking at other shit. And yeah, and then we were on the... We were on we were the, the market boat. boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so then as like the... It's not like a a, a, a running track where yeah. like the, the course is set, you're just running around a loop. Yeah, because yeah. Because like with sailing, um, it's all dependent on wind direction, right? Yeah, true. So the course is defined by how many upwind legs and then downwind legs and other things like that. Yeah are in it to be made a course right yeah so if the wind changes a lot and then you haven't got any upwind legs then you haven't completed the course really yeah so because of that like the course is always changing right geographical position yeah and angles so that to the wind it is always equal yeah interesting so so it's you know like a fair test of all facets of the sport yeah, exactly. I guess it's a bit more like setting out a cross-country course or a golf course. People like love a really well-made golf course, mm. except it has the added difficulty here, like you're operating in a dynamic environment, mm. like winds change, whereas a golf course, like, I mean, the trees can grow, but that generally <laughs> takes a while. Yeah, because like the main, like the two main points of sailing is like just upwind and downwind, right? Yeah. And you want like an equal upwind and an equal downwind so like everyone can do it because some people might be great at downwinds and pretty crap at upwinds. Yeah. So you want to have a course that is equal enough that so this is kind of like our hurdles thing we like a sport where there's that right amount of variability because mm. like i'm like I, you don't want to take away from the training completely but you you kind of want to in the sport have a blend of stuff that you can train for and stuff that you've just got to be able to roll with on the day yeah i don't know no i think it's true something where you want you versus yourself you versus other competitors you versus the environment definitely I think that's the thing I love about sailing so much because like you can train all you want, but like even, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like even the guys that are, could be ranked like best in the world can still have shocking days because yeah. the wind just fucks them. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's just great. Just means underdogs can just <laughs> all the lazy boys. I remember once, yeah. um, like fuck, like three years ago, I was doing an event up in Sydney and um, like we didn't do a whole lot of training and like, yeah. Sydney was like just very good at this event and there's a few teams from other countries as well yeah and we lost every single race right oh my God. <clears throat> up until like this the end of the second day of racing yeah so i think we lost like six or seven races yeah in a row and um the team that was ranked one were going up against them yeah and the wind was dying out and um, we were sailing and there was a massive wind shift which we we didn't like necessarily we didn't know it was going to come. We yeah. like banked on it. Like, we were like, this is the only way we're going to win. Yeah, yeah. Finish. Anyway. Fair enough. Next thing you know, it shifts and we win the race. Yeah. And like, we cross the finish line just giggling like, oh yeah. my God. Just a classic scenario. It's like, 
we were the, definitely not the better. We were the worst sailors there, <laughs> and we still beat the best sailors there. Yeah, just from the wind shifting. Fair enough. It's, I mean, awesome. it's, it's a metaphor for life, really. <sighs> That's it. Don't try. Just, <laughs> just, just put up the just sail, for the hoping windshift. for the massive wind shift, and uh, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Do you want to go to the gym after this? I could be on the car today. I definitely need some food after this. Oh, really? In fact, Tommy's just messaged me. Oh, we could all go to the gym. No, oh, good call. Apparently, he said he doesn't want to go to the gym anymore. Oh well, why just not? For like, I think he just injured himself or something. Just for like a week. Ah, oh. yeah. It's not like it's not. It's, a, it's not an ultimatum. Like, oh, well, now that Alex is here, I don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I picked um, Tom up last night, actually. From the airport? No. Where from? From the Penguins in St. Kilda. Oh, the Fairy Penguins. Yeah. At 11.30pm. Fuck, I'm a good lad. Who was he with? Some girl from work. Oh, fuck, this really isn't my business to share. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm officially uh, too deep. Oh, anyway, we'll I shouldn't have asked. I was just nosy. I was sticking my big beak in there. Just... Fair enough. Is it the Penguins? This is an interesting episode. It's a fucking yeah. This is this one. This, I don't know about it's this the, one. The real fucking dregs. Yeah, we didn't really have anything to talk about. No, yeah, a bit like that. Fair enough. Yeah. What do we think about? Have you seen this film, Storm Boy? You haven't no. seen the film yet, but you've seen ads for it. Yeah, I've seen the ads. What are you gonna you're trying to get my hot take on Jeffrey Rush? No, I think oh. Pat was telling me yesterday. Once, yeah, fuck it. I name dropped now. It's right <laughs> It's fine. a good way to test to see who listens to the episode. Yeah. If well, you get a bunch of angry messages the next day, I'm like, at yeah, least you got nice. fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. pretty much. It's, I find it funny, like, the amount of people that I rip on. Yeah. And also, like, the controversial things I say about work or whatever. Mm. And, like, it's, it's, I'm not even hiding it. Like, it's all readily available. All you have to do is do it. Exactly. People just won't do it. Like, when we were at um, the yacht club and the guy was like, he's like, oh, yeah, I listened to half an episode. And I was like, it's pretty insulting to be like, yeah, I just listened to half an episode. Because you really, you, you want to hear someone be like, yeah, like I either didn't listen to it or I started listening to it. And you know what? I found it so good that I had to listen to the end. Yeah. Half an episode. Pretty. That probably would have been episode one. Honestly, yeah. we should delete episode one. It's just, nah, we should keep it. Honestly. There's your phone. Oh, phone's ringing. This is what we've come to. Just yeah. Just take this one live on air, put it on speaker. <laughs> you want to do it? Yeah, sure. Who is it? It's Pat. G'day, mate. How are you? Pat, it's Mike, Michael and Alex. We're just recording a potty at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, you left your bag at mine. Yeah, I know. Are you... Uh, I was going to come pick it uh, up. I forgot to... Yeah, I mean, I'm in Carlton right now, but I don't have time to go through yours, and I was going to say if you wanted to come here, but it, uh, if you're recording a potty, I don't think we have time to do it. When are you going to be leaving Carlton? Uh, in less than half an hour. Okay. Maybe drop it at Lost Property, like Readings or Nova or some shit. I'm gonna just pick. No, is that more convenient or <laughs> less convenient? That's a pretty good idea, though. Do you want to do it? Not really. Oh, <laughs> okay. I Where? don't really feel that safe with leaving like your wallet and all that sort of shit with someone I don't really know. Lost Prop. Well, I do though. Do you want me to leave it at Lost Property at Readings? Just be like, oh, I found this. Yeah, and then Michael, you give him a call in and like then I'll five call them in like, 20 minutes. Be like, I think I left my tote bag there. That's actually a pretty good plan. Uh, sure. Have you done this? Yeah. I've never done it before. All right, thanks, mate. Okay. Just just tell me, send me a text when you drop it off. I will. All right, thanks, mate. See ya. Bye. Bye. Have you pulled a plan like that before? No, first time. Just Did that idea just come in? Yeah, because yeah, I don't want to drive all the way to his to get yeah. it, which is what I thought I'd have to do. 
Yeah, interesting. I thought, why not? It's a pretty good idea. See, it's it's just like the thinking man's version of just hiding in some bushes. Well, that was my first thing. I was like, can you just hide it somewhere? Yeah, then and I'm then like, don't pick it up. Have we know. done that before? We've done something like that, haven't we? Don't know. No, I don't think we have actually. I really like that idea. I think the podcast listeners should be fucking honestly I privileged think- to that. Redeemed it because of the, like, the phone call initially. I was like, uh, <laughs> but it worked know. out pretty well. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think we drive there after this. See if we get it. Report back episode two. Episode yeah, Whatever. a little bit part two. I yeah. um, mm. what does it take to be honestly like a just like a famous photographer? Yeah, like, honestly, <laughs> no, like of this. I've just been looking on like the Kodak Instagram yeah, and shit like that. Photos aren't that good, and like it, I'm just like these are just fucking average. That's, All these things I'm looking at, they're average, and I'm like. That's what they're going to do. It's kind of like the mass appeal effect though again, isn't it? Yeah, I think you so. You know what I mean? Like, they're always just shitty photos on film that are like, you know, they look like, essentially if someone turned that out like 30 years ago, they'd be like, this is a bad photo because it's been overexposed or it's got these lines. Yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. Nah, man, this is the beauty of film. Yeah, just yeah. Just shit photography. It's almost like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying, but I, I do appreciate like, imperfections in the art form it's as being like something nice yeah like what's that what's that japanese word where they you wabi-sabi. know uh, wabi-sabi to an extent but also i think it's like kintsugi or something where they fix broken broken oh, pots yeah. with the little gold because he was like yeah, yeah so some story about like a some rich japanese guy had like some philosopher over and he like didn't admire his vase like his really expensive perfect vase and then he threw it in the ground in a rage after the guy had left and then like he's people fix it up with gold and then when he came back and you can see all the cracks in it the philosopher was like now it's perfect so they just fucking get it there don't they they honestly do you know Jim reckons the Koreans really get it really yeah well I'm pretty sure that like, like they're just a, from what I understand the Koreans to yeah. be is like they're just addicted to gaming <laughs> all of them yeah victimless crime isn't it I just don't know if that means they get it so no no like I mean they don't get it because of gaming but I don't think because they game they can inherently not get it fair enough I also like this way of just grouping the world into two massive groups of people those who get it and those who don't I just see those that get it and those (laughs) who don't it really is simple as that I'm a modern man yeah well because anyone who kind of what do we even mean by getting it I'm not entirely sure I think if you're if you're kind of shaped by like normative views, like if your views are sort of not your own, mm. if they're just the same as what you're expected to have, then you kind of don't get it. If you are the status quo, you don't get it. Oh, interesting. I, I, the way I always thought is like, if I can imagine having a conversation with you and at the end of it just being like, oh, fuck my dog. Like he just literally doesn't get oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of those things. A I mean, convo that, that ex- goes to script. A lot of conversations yeah. go to a script. Anything that just yeah. seems like this is right out of... You know, like the dangerous book for boys, how to have a conversation or something. <laughs> you grill people with that all the time. It's just like, fuck. Whenever God. anyone talks to you about like... You, about careers? <laughs> you don't get it. You actually don't get it if you're fucking talking to me about careers. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. I, I start a new job in two days, right? Yeah. And... I don't know. think you get it. You've got a career. No, no go on. <laughs> but it's just funny. Like, I haven't really told apart from like close mates yeah like i haven't told anyone or anything like that that i'm starting yeah, yeah. a job yeah so then like oh what are you up to next week and I'm like oh I actually starting your job like oh what like why don't you tell me and stuff I'm like why do i have to tell you <laughs> what's it honestly yeah. it's it just it, look 
it's nice to have a bit of a change, but like someone asked me, like, are you nervous? It's, it's like, I guess I'm a bit excited for something new, but mm. I wouldn't say nervous because I mean, it's just, it's, it's work, it's a job. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. I'm not really sure how I feel. I guess touch base in a week. and Yeah, that'll be interesting. Huh? Do you want to tell the podcast listeners about the job or not really? <laughs> Can't be bothered. Yeah, get oh, fuck it. I don't oh. know. It's two months working this this place, doing some sort of geospatial engineering I think stuff. I this like before. Some, some is it mapping and... Is it... Are there a team of you guys? Like a team um, of new yeah. starters or you're the only guy starting? I, I just cold called them. Yeah, I yeah. I just cold called them, got them a job, got myself... It took a long time though. Like my first phone call was almost a year ago. Yeah. Had contact for like a couple, like two months, then didn't hear anything for like another eight months. Yeah, it kind of just happened on the back burner. And I? then I just heard again that they were, I don't know, there'd been a lot of changes and they needed staff. Yeah. So I called again and, well, here you go. So who are you working with? Who's like, which team? The geospatial team. How many people in that team? Not sure. Not sure. Yeah. I'll find out on Monday, I guess. Do you reckon you'll be buddied with someone or shadowed or... I'm reporting to someone. Wait, are you starting on Monday as in in two days? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm nervous for you. Really? Yeah, I think because one of us has got a job. Now the other has to get a job. Yeah, I felt that when you yeah. were getting that toxic... When if I thought you were going to get that toxicology yeah, job. No, I was like... That would have been a nightmare, hey. It's just like, fuck. And it's like when I was getting that job with ASIO. Yeah, Same yeah. sort of thing. Well, and then I tried to get a job with ASIO <laughs> as well. <laughs> I was thinking today, I, I, I was putting my transcript away because I don't know, it was just lying around somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, fuck, it's funny. I, I literally like have nothing to hide as far as what the government is concerned. Like everything you could possibly want to know about... Is me. on the potty? Is, <laughs> is on the potty, but also yeah. like they've just got it all. Oh, yeah, like, they, like as they, in they, they already know. They literally have everything on me. Yeah, yeah, they've already done the checks. You've already submitted. I don't things. like deep as dark, it's demons. Yeah. But it's, and that's why they turned you away, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, It's interesting because you never get feedback. Yeah. I wonder why. I think I know why, actually. I realized it wouldn't have been because of my demons. No, it wasn't at all. It was the technical. Anyway. Yeah. But why don't you reckon they give feedback? Oh, I just don't. They just don't. I'm not sure. I don't know why they don't give feedback, but it, it's just, I mean, to be honest, if I was a business or any sort of organization, my blanket rule would also be no feedback because I can't be fucked. If you give feedback, you have more people talking about it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And in general, you want to have like less people discussing one of the ASIO entry, entry protocols. Exactly. One of the things they talk about is like, you're not allowed to talk about the process because like, yeah. we don't want people to know how to get this job. It should be a hard one to get. Yeah. And then afterwards they say, oh, you didn't get the job, but don't tell anyone you applied for the job. And you, you just like, laugh yeah, and go, you can literally- so, mate, you're on every episode <laughs> of my podcast. I like, for a fucking spy organization, you yeah. not very good at understanding motives or leverage <laughs> yeah, exactly. you literally have and it's nothing. like what are you going to do about it yeah. <laughs> reveal your deepest darkest like, secrets to someone oh we're going to get Michael for treason <laughs> <laughs> it's just not worth it because then you chuck me on the stand and I literally just tell the stand everything yeah, it'll just be public exactly. knowledge yeah how much <laughs> I don't even know how much I've actually talked about it on the potty uh, not that much not much I don't think I think with respect to A's yeah we don't want to just I'm not going to I mean look that were good to me I guess they still owe me money, funnily enough. <laughs> well, you, it's as simple as you submitting a form and you just seemingly can't be bothered. Yeah, I can't be fucked. It, uh, it's just an awkward thing. It's not really awkward at all. It's not I'm awkward. Lazy. I don't know why. If you... anything, it's just like, it'd just be a funny thing to do. I like lost really the late. Oh, you lost it's just form. so late. <laughs> like, it's what, six, seven months since I was... Just write them a handwritten time. note. Just a real dodgy... Hey, dudes. What, no. just for the flights? Yeah. You know what would be Flights f- and taxis. Oh, now we are. It's sort of revealing some secrets. 
Yeah, you have to get a taxi to the place. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Not to mention the blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> the Hessian sack. Uh, yeah, so what do you reckon you owed in the tune of three, Andy? Five, Andy? Nah, more, because I booked my flights really, really late. Like, I think 500 bucks. Yeah, see, this bugs me, because oh, I, dilig- right. I diligently today bucks. gave you the $6 that I owed you, and I'm just saying, yeah, no, like, I just got the, money, <laughs> the money is just literally nothing to you. You know what I could just say? What? Uh, probably just be like, yeah, he... In fact, I was going to just turn out a lie about something, but I was like, honestly, I could just be like, can I have my money? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll check their records. They'll know. They, they have meticulous records. It's, they will. It's their thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite literally what they do. Oh, I met an arms dealer the other day, funnily enough. <laughs> really? Yeah, dead set. In oh, fact, he we, was... Did we take a, talk about the PMC thing, the private military contracts and stuff like that? No, but I read a book about the PMC, funnily enough. Oh, yeah. Wait, who was this arms dealer? Let's go. Anyway, so... um. At the sailing club, the guy who was actually the race officer, he was the guy with the grey hair and the polo. Ah, oh, fuck. Describe him in Everyone, describe him everyone at the Sorrento <laughs> Yeah, the guy club. looked uh, really rich and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally everyone there. I can't explain. I've got a bit of a chip on my shoulder, so this is a biased perspective. But, man. Geared to us. The Sorrento, like Sorrento, what is it? Sorrento Cuda Boat Club. Sorrento Sailing Cuda Boat yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Or Cuda. SSB. Cuda. <laughs> SSBC C or some yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally the whitest organisation I've ever been in. There was not, not a single Asian... Indian, uh, like anywhere else, not even like Europeans apart from Anglo's. Like there wasn't <laughs> even anyone with like dark wavy hair or dark eyes. It was like yeah. exclusively Hitler's master race, <laughs> like <laughs> blue-eyed, blonde-haired people. Yeah, I don't, I'm never well. a big one for diversity. Like you know I me, mean? I'm like I'm not a big one for diversity quotas or anything like that. And I don't think work workplaces necessarily have to be that diverse. But I was looking around here and I was just like, honestly, we could do with a little bit more diversity. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you're pretty at home there. You're pretty comfortable. Oh, it's because I've been there for so long. Yeah. But I noticed it too recently because Tamara, my girlfriend, is sort of ethnic. Yeah. Like when I was there with her, she like um, she like looked around and was just like, yeah, I'm literally like the only person that is <laughs> even slightly dark skinned. Yeah, that's funny. That was pretty funny. But then I was like, welcome to Cuda. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm serious. I reckon I was 150 people. They all looked... They all look the same. But yeah. It's simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. It could do with a bit of diversity. Oh, I, the thing is, I honestly would just like to see like how they'd cope with it. I'm not even sure. Honestly, they complain a lot there about Asians. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, <laughs> That's fucked like, up. Like, yeah, it is fucked up. Yeah. But I just thought it's like, not even prompted. Like, we're chatting and they're like, yeah, it's good. I think like, I'm, you know, the club extension's going to be good. Fuck. I honestly just, I hope it doesn't bring in the Asians. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? This is only after two beers. Did anyone call them out? Or was it just no. silence? On and that? I look, this is the classic That's moment fucked. where I'm like, should I call them out? I just don't even know. Like at times like this, I really am a coward. Yeah. Cause I'm sitting down. I'm like, this is fucked because yeah, like, yeah. What the f-? even like when people complain about having like, Oh, there's like too many Chinese international students at uni. Yeah. It makes it really hard. I'm like, that's just the biggest fucking cop-out excuse I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, I just don't, like, I just don't see it as an issue. Yeah, okay, interesting. I, I, yeah. I, think, I think that one... Yeah, that one's probably up for discussion a little bit more. But the one with the boat club is just like... People like going <laughs> yeah. to lengths to keep specific people out. Someone else said even more viral things. He was, he was like, just out of the blue, just like, 
thank God there's no gooks here. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, that's fucked. Did anyone call it out? I said, whoa. Did you? Yeah, but that was all I said. Yeah. You look at me, I guess now I'm just as bad as them in a sense. I don't cop that. The people who don't call them out. Are <laughs> what just am as I bad? supposed to do there? Like in that scenario, am I supposed to just stand there and be like, all right, one at a time, let's go. <laughs> go down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fight you. Honestly? Yeah. That's what you sign up for, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Racism and whiteness. Yeah. It's funny as two boys <laughs> discuss how white this place is. I don't know. It's just like, there'd be people listening to this podcast now like, oh, it turns out those uh, those places are really as bad as like my worst <laughs> nightmares. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, we weren't like sitting around in white hoods planning lynchings, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You don't go there for like a diverse experience. No. You go, it's a very safe space, isn't it? Yeah. It's very really much a bastion. Everyone there is like, oh, I can... This is, we are building something away from the this real world. This is secretly world. where I feel really comfortable, sort of a thing. Yeah, and I can say shit like this, and yeah. no one calls me out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little bit, yeah, you probably should have called them out, but I mean, Look. it's easy to say from here. And I, I don't have any skin in the game. Like, I have no connection to Cooter Boat Club. Yeah. So I can just very easily, like, alienate myself and stuff there. Fair enough. Whereas even, like, have I been with gym buddies where they've said racist things? This is why I don't have any buddies. Like, I mean, it's just too hard. Like, you think you're getting along. Like, I tell you how, like, in the first year of going to the gym when I always went to Doherty City. Yeah. I, like, befriended this guy who worked at the convenience store across the road because mm. I'd always pick up a big M after mm. my gym session. And so, like, you know, we we're getting along pretty well. Like, we'd have, you know, like, a minute conversation with him, like, five times a week mm. or whatever. And then, like, <laughs> after, like, yeah, six months. and Because I, I was like, yeah, this is really wholesome. I'm friends with this, like, 30-year-old Indian guy. Mm. And then after, like, six months... He, like, started explaining that, like, 9-11 was a Jewish conspiracy. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, fuck. This is why I don't have friends. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is why I don't talk to anyone. They're going to come out with some whack they shit like this eventually. around me and then it's just, just like, say oh. something like that. So, yeah, then after that, I was just like, well, I just... I kind of can't really be bothered following this up anymore. So, I just started going to the 7-Eleven 100 metres up the road. <laughs> so good. Well, I don't know. Like, what am I really going to do? Go in there and just be like... Yeah, 7-Eleven, 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> it all uh, up. I just... <laughs> I get it, man. Look at the signs. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Now I, um... Oh! We've got that catering gig coming up. <laughs> did we really resolve the... No, we did. That was Last a... night I was having a chat. No, I meant do we resolve the deep-seated racism of this white institution? Oh, I don't think we'll ever say that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> This is almost like we're going right, to blow something wide open there. There's going to be some investigative journalism. No, I really doubt it. I... Would you consider yourself a confrontational or non-confrontational person? Uh, non-confrontational. That surprises me. In what sense? I don't know. I think you're pretty confrontational. You know what? Yeah, I'm like if, if someone had described this situation to me, I would have been like, oh yeah, Michael would probably, Michael probably would have said something. Yeah, like not in that scenario because I really do know that I'd be like the one person. Like it's hard to mm. chirp up when everyone around you is just like, oh yeah, 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 true. Yeah, it is. And then it's just like, you can tell up. when you're sort of part of the silent majority even, and then you can tell when you are truly in the minority. Exactly. Even people that I would have thought that would have been more aligned with my point of view that like I don't know like or just I don't know what I'm saying like people that I just didn't think were as, that racist in a sense yeah right or culturally insensitive yeah. were like agreeing with him like, op- like actively yeah, adding yeah. to it and I was like wow I really am on my own like people that are essentially my age went to the same uni did the same course live yeah. in Melbourne like surely you roll the dice the chances are they're a lefty with yeah, those 100%. sort of odds but yeah. no like they're just the same thing I was yeah, like, that's surprising. Isn't it? Yeah, it is surprising. That's probably why I didn't chirp up. 
Yeah, interesting. Um, but I think that place in general is not a place that I've, I've chirped up because I have sort of felt as like a, always as a bit of a an outsider in one sense. Just sure, because like, most people there do. Yeah, maybe they do. But I mean, like, you know, everyone else is quite wealthy and as, as well. Yeah. And, um, it's quite clicky too. They sort of live in the same sort of areas, a lot of, you know, that Brighton area and stuff like that. You know, Can we make this one unreleased? Yeah, lean towards that? Release it. Oh, fuck yeah. What's, what's the problem? Oh, I was just thinking, I was like, oh. No, no, keep going, keep going. And um, yes, and like, especially being like from Flemington too, like the other side of the city, like literally. Here we like, go. We, we live in the very, we're in the, the very rough area. You don't so want to come here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just always felt like a bit of an outsider. But I, I, I realized like in the last couple of years that like, oh, that's, that's mainly in my head. Oh, yeah. I can still get along with these people. Yeah. Because yeah. I, like, it's not like we're going around asking like, where are you from and stuff and shit like that. Yeah. Like, that's just in your head. If you feel self-conscious about it's it, true. nine times out of 10, I've decided that you can, uh, I don't know. Is it a cop out to just say like, it's just all in your head if you're feeling self-conscious? I mean, no, it's not. You are, it is literally all in well, your what head. what if an Asian person's at this club? <laughs> no, it's all in your head. Except when they leave, we just say really racist things about them. Yeah. I don't know. There's but, it, but, but, no, you, if you, but it's like, you feel self-conscious. That's your fault. Yeah, I don't want to knock you, but when I see you swanning around uh, Sorrento Boat Club, I'm like, here's just another one of them. Like, this guy just fits right in. No disrespect. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know you like to think of yourself as this Flemington <gasps> outsider, but I look at you and I'm like, <laughs> your linen shirts, and I'm like, yeah, right, this guy's right at home. No disrespect. <laughs> You're not looking happy. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess it's just that classic golf between the way other people see you and the way you see yourself. Mm. Honestly, I think I was thinking about it last night. Self-awareness, overrated. Self-awareness holds you back. When it's like, no, you need to be able to see yourself the way other people see you. I'm like, no, I no, don't. Seven, seven billion other people can already see me that way. There's only one person who can see me my way. Yeah. That's the way that matters. I think we were sort of talking about it before. Like People were like kind of like hide behind layers of irony or self-awareness and like don't want to be seen to be like really losing themselves in something self-awareness a lot like self-consciousness you know what i mean let's just lose yourself i think they're sort of different i think self-awareness and self-consciousness is different self-awareness i don't think is necessarily being aware of how people see you yeah self-awareness is sort of more of a i think more how i as an entity impact yeah, and how other people the, are the feeling. The world around me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how other people are feeling. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is sort of important. Yeah, okay. So I don't go around being dick yeah. to everyone. I think I think people sort of sometimes like hold themselves back from losing themselves in an activity. Do you Definitely. know what I mean? Definitely, 100%. Yeah. I've just been watching these like Eric Bugenhagen lifting videos mm. where he's just in his home gym and he's just screaming and going mental. And I'm like, this is great. Mm. This is what it should be. Like just, I'm so deep in the activity, I forget about like myself being seen by other people 100% I, I can't even like when do you use the last time you think you've been completely absolutely in an activity uh, well, probably when I was lifting I felt like I was benching even then I'm kind of aware I'm like because part of the joy is like yeah, other people looking at me and like being like yeah how's he putting up those numbers mm. like I mean they're probably they're almost certainly not thinking that but I mean it's a fantasy for me to think that they think that when was the last one? I was completely like lost, lost? in activity. I don't even know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably lifting. What about you? Playing music or something? Yeah, honestly, it'd probably be music. 
I think like probably at home just blasting tunes and just like having a good old dance and just running about the place. Yeah, when there's no one at home. There's no one at home, yeah. Singing and stuff, yeah. having a great time. See, that, that's the kind of catch because when it's just like... It's it's very easy to be in that sort of space when there's no one watching you. Yeah, like exactly. the ultimate test is when they're. But the, yeah, the thing is like, when have I had people watching me that I've been yeah. totally in the zone? In the zone, and like you can't even feel their eyes on you. I'd like to think that I could like churn this one out, but I don't even know. I think that's why it's one of the joys of like watching kids. Like if you see kids playing or like at the park or whatever, mm. they're just like so unselfconscious. Yeah, they're just like so purely in the activity or purely in the game that they're playing. Mm. Like, they're not aware that other people are going to be looking and thinking, oh, this is, this is kind of weird. Oh, actually, to be honest, dare I say, like, I'm not sure if this is a sad... No, fuck it. It's Sometimes when I'm in, like, in a sales situation when I was working Henry Bucks, yeah, I was honestly just completely in the zone. Yeah, really? Yeah, like, when I... And I know this because I look back, like, I would always be self-conscious about things I would say. But then I'd literally get in the zone and I'd say anything I want. And, in the sale. Yeah. yeah but yeah. at the same time, like... That's funny because he dreaded that job. Yeah, like I'm not 100% in the zone because it's much like you and lifting and people admiring your numbers. Like I also uh, notice yeah. people admiring my confidence. Like, <laughs> I like colleagues being like, wow, like I can't believe you had the balls to say that sort of a thing. <laughs> like, like what would you say? Just outright lie to someone to sell them something? <laughs> no, I'd never do that. But I don't know. Just say something like just, oh, fuck, it's a... Like, for example, like we sold these thing called bike balls and they were for testicular, testicular cancer. Oh, yeah, 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 Little, yeah. Like, and they're for your bike lights. You, you hang on the back of your bike. Yeah, yeah. They raise money for testicular cancer to yeah. cure testicular cancer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're not, <laughs> they're not working for big cancer. <laughs> um, anyway, long story short, some a, a lady was in the store and she's like, oh, what are these for? And Yeah. Oh, just, oh, testicular cancer, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but this yeah. is a challenging sell. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, but I mean, you can always wear it as a necklace as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, she like that or... Yeah. I don't know, lots... I'm trying to think of it's just other scenarios where you're with the customer, he's just got lots of... He's buying lots and lots of things. Yeah. And like, that's usually when... When, like, the sales, a salesperson will almost get a bit more conservative because they're like, okay, we've got a lot now. We're just going to... Yeah, yeah, I want to close not, this. This has been working big. so far. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, cross the line. Yeah. Honestly, like... <laughs> you just double down. You, well, I mean, like, once they've sort of committed to, like, oh, I'll get this, get Each that, thing get is, that. as a percentage, it's a smaller increase. Yeah, and then I'm like... It's marginal. It's like, I'm like Facebook. I'm too big to fail. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, because you get to that point. And my yeah, they're not going like, to drop all the no, stuff and be like, I don't want any of it now. You obviously trust me and like me enough yeah. to be spending all this money having a laugh. I can do yeah. what I want now. Yeah, fair and enough. Yeah. You can say whatever you want and just weird things. And it's like funny. Like, I'll be showing you like a six-year-old guy and like I'm yeah, only 23 yeah. and yeah, cracking yeah. these jokes. And they'll be like, oh, wow, I get it. They love me. Social chameleon, I mean. I am. What can I say? Yeah. I wish I had some examples for you, but who knows? It's all a blur. We start I get into a trance-like state when I'm saying <laughs> What are the chances I honestly just end up as a salesman? I don't know. You seem to enjoy it. I do. But I do like the idea of actually, I was talking about yesterday, I was like, fuck, actually, it would be cool if like I was working on a project. Yeah. Right. With this uh, Vic track, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, like, uh, I don't know, the airport railway or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I can, when I'm on it, I can be like, yeah, I did this. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I worked on this. Yeah, Tell yeah. your kids. You, you want to do something really you, big, you, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Sue me. Yeah. No, I, I, I couldn't. But yeah. It's just once again, it's just like people admiring my numbers. Yeah. Less so, but nonetheless. But you knowing that you've built something. Yeah, contributing to something that actually is like, that I can use and other people can use. I just say we sell military contracts. 
Yeah. Have you seen the film War Dogs? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I mean, I got the gist of it from the ads. You do. And honestly, that could be us. Yeah. I, I honestly mean, think I could do it. I'm like... All you need is like an expert. I think you just need to join the military. See, this is really incriminating for me. It's like, yeah, no, I just want to join Australia's <laughs> military so I can very later quit and then just be essentially a modern day mercenary. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, like surely the fucking, like the army knows, like the mental health checklist to get into the army. It's like, what do you mean? You only need one question here. It's like, are you joining to kill people? <laughs> it's like, no, yes. Those questions are so dumb it's anyway. It's so dumb. It's they like, are so fucking dumb because uh, you can just lie. Yeah, it's so stupid. I should have just lied. It is so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit. In the Asia one, you had all these que- like massive questionnaires. Yeah. And, um... So you told the truth in this Asia one, uh, eventually. I half told the truth. Uh, didn't you full, full tell the truth in the end? In the end, I did. Yeah. That's that's fully telling the truth. No, I, no, I fully told the truth about certain things, like... Drug use or something. Oh, uh, yeah. But other things, like when it came to like, when they're asking questions about your mental health and very specific questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, have you dreamt about this and that? Or like <laughs> like that? It's just like, yeah, definitely have, but I'm going to put in a no. You know what the right answer I know, is. Man. And, you know and, what they want to hear. You know, yeah. at the start, oh, guys, like, just answer it truthfully. There is no right or wrong answer. We want consistency. <laughs> Such a fucking it's like, lie. here's me mixed up. Like, honestly, for four and a half hours, I can sit down at this computer and lie consistently. Well, I'm good at <laughs> four it. Four and a half hours, man. You do four and a half years. What? You could do, you could lie for, you could lie for the rest of your life. Life. I really you would love it. Who's to say I'm not? But it's not my family. <laughs> this whole podcast. It was stressful though. No, that's enough talking about that job. Oh, I yeah. might actually get arrested. <laughs> Good job. That'd be funny. I doubt it. Yeah. Well, they tried to arrest this whistleblower guy. Yeah. Well, they tried again for treason, and they pretty much failed. Yeah. Just got- go to an embassy somewhere. No, like, you, you're like your parents are Croatian. Or I think what happened was out. like in the end, they tried to get him for treason. This is an Australian guy, and Asia tried to get him for treason. Yeah. And long story short, they were just like, uh, no, we'll just leave it. It's just a bit too much work. It's just too much work. And then you make the case even more high profile and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, and then more people looking into it. Yeah, it's just like, oh, we just sweep it under the rug. Don't worry about it. Interesting. And you really think, like, what is my impact here? What am I doing wrong? Unless you're trying to prove a point. It's like, this isn't fucking East Germany. You don't, <laughs> you don't literally have to crucify me to be like, this is what happens when you squeal. <laughs> And then they'll just have less people applying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what sort of quality candidates they're getting. I just, see, I just have a conspiracy, like, I just feel the best people just aren't ending up 100%. in the right jobs. I feel there are too many people just sort of ending up in the wrong job. 100%. Well, I got to the last 16 and I can tell you like all the people that were there and I was you like... You can tell their names and their, and their passport numbers and yeah. we can track them down. It was funny because like in the meeting, they're like... Uh, you know, interact with everyone, but no, no, don't reveal too much about yourself because some of you may or may not and shit. And there was like a really funny, awkward situation. Whereas, oh, well, you don't expect anyone to like really be living close. You know, oh, where are you from? Oh, Melbourne. Oh, great. I'm from Melbourne. Whereabouts in Melbourne? Oh, Flemington. I'm like, oh, fuck, me too. Is <laughs> <laughs> that awkward? You're sort of looking around and we're like, yeah, sweet as. Where were they from? Didn't ask anymore. You didn't ask their street address. No. I mean, if, like, yeah, street address, number. <laughs> but, um, yeah, a lot of the people that are there, I'm like, I don't really see how you... <laughs> Just another story. Michael goes to a place and doesn't respect the people there. I yeah, I don't. We went to the... So, I went to the bathroom, right? And so, obviously, like, I went up and this I had... Is about this guy's suit? Yeah, yeah. I went up and I had, like, a suit. I had two suit options, four tie options, a two shirt. I just wasn't sure. But I want to have every base covered. 
Did you do uh, any of the technical prep? You know, like the, the programming stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. This is my downfall. I did literally thought, no technical prep. I'll, because I'll dazzle them they with told my suits. Me I am no, all superficial. They told me there would be no technical questions. Uh, it wasn't about that. You shouldn't have been yeah, They're ASIO. They're, they're literally a sneaky organization. There were so many technical questions. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I go, I'm wearing a suit, go to the bathroom and, uh, this guy's, you know, taking a piss next to me and he's like, fuck, I hate wearing a suit. And I'm like, oh yeah, I don't mind it. You like, like wearing a suit? I just, honestly, I, I wear it for work all the time. Yeah. So I'm pretty used to it and I feel pretty comfortable. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like, you know, like I usually wear like chinos and stuff. Like I'm, like I'm used to it too. I mean, like, this is a nice suit. Like, he's a real good suit from, from politics and stuff. Like, nice, well cut. And I'm like, fuck, mate. Politics? <laughs> you are such a piece of shit. Uh, fucking sue me for thinking this. And here I am taking a piss in my, you know, $3,000 suit. And he's talking about his $300 suit. <laughs> I will. I, I feel this is... You never look, judge a man. This is the one. This is one, I mean, of, the, this is one of the things I don't... This is one of the things I, I don't like about you. I didn't flex to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you judged him for wearing a cheap suit. He tried... No, I judged him flexing about his suit, which isn't even that impressive. He's trying to impress me, right? Was he? Why else would you say, oh, it's a really good suit, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, maybe. Look, maybe you're right. Do you reckon you ever dismiss people's opinions because of the clothes they're wearing? If it's on clothes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. But no, not yeah. usually. Fair enough. I know. Actually, I don't know what I'm saying. You'd, I'm, I, you'd honestly, accept it. I pride myself on on like listening to anyone's opinion. And, yeah. And I'm, I most of the time have no in many no ways issue saying like, nah, it's a better idea than mine. Yeah, you are the ultimate egalitarian. Yeah. You will respect a man wearing a Hessian sack, Unless provided it, he gets it. <laughs> yeah, like, if he's wearing a Hessian he sack, he gets inherently it. gets it. Hundred percent gets it, doesn't he? All right, but um, back to getting it and Hessian sacks and running the dinner party and this. Aussie day thing coming up yeah and catering yeah I um Pat was like how much is it going to cost and I'm like no it's anyway long story short I think I've got us like a budget of, of like 300 bucks to spend on food yeah okay and that's something to work with I think he said oh, honestly with 300 bucks then we can do pretty reasonably well yeah 300 bucks is pretty good pretty good and I've, I mean really see I put in if we needed more money I'd just put in a little bit extra yeah well Mount he said he'd put in as well to be honest and I was like oh, oh yeah, interesting like, you have no obligation to, but by all means, put in as much as you'd like. Yeah. After this, pull up the uh, event on Facebook, if you don't mind. I'll yeah, I will. skim read of it. I pitched um, the things we do. Long story, he said he wants lots of lots of meat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm, not, I'm still not set on the dishes that we should do. We talked about, I wanted to do like a, Big braised pork shoulder. Yeah. Um, it's cheap. Pork and then just have that. Kilo sometimes. Yeah, exactly. That's just a great one. And yeah. like doing something like that means that you can then get like two or three whole salmon. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't fuck. In fact, how much is a whole salmon? I don't know if you get a. Well, I'm not sure if you can buy a whole salmon. But you can buy like a side of salmon. Oh, yeah. What's well, 32 bucks a kilo? Maybe like two to three kilos for a side of salmon. Like side of salmon. Yeah. Probably get a 50, 60 buck piece. Pretty exy, but at the same time, like you have the cheap ones. So. I think salmon, like, because salmon's pretty rich and people know it's expensive. People eat less. I had a beautiful salmon dish the other day. Yeah, we have. Um, so, um, you've had, have you, you know, like beef Wellington. Yeah, that's salmon Wellington. No, essentially, that's what I. It was like in a pastry. That's what I liken it to. I, uh, there's a French word for wrapped in pastry, whatever it is. 
salmon and crew or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, long story short, um, big piece of salmon, and then you've got mushroom, spinach. I want to say ricotta's popping to mind, but I don't think it's the right thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's then just wrapped in pastry and cooked in the oven. Oh, and interesting. It was incredible, and in fact, it was like nicest as a cold dish yeah 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 because I, oh and wrapped in uh, prosciutto as well oh really yeah and like you can imagine all Where'd those you have that at my godfather's place what who cooked it they, they did or was it a restaurant Angie's wife oh fuck me well it's actually like and uh, uh, we're talking about it, it's like it's actually not a complicated thing to cook yeah no really like, you sort of partially just cook the um. you just sear the salmon yeah put that in wrap it up in the shit put it in the oven and you're done yeah, fair enough. It's like, impressive. Like, I'm impressed by it. Yeah, that's the thing. It seems like, when you see it, a very impressive dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it isn't too hard. I think the hardest thing is literally just making sure you don't overcook the salmon. or mm, yeah, It's just getting the balance between you're cooking a pastry and a meat, both of which are very delicate. Yeah. Like, your margin for error on salmon is, is relatively thin because fish cooks quite quickly. Yeah. And you can easily overcook it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, long story short, um, you know, you can imagine how like the, the richness of the salmon and the meats and everything like would be very rich when warm. Yeah, yeah. Almost too much so, but cold it was really nice when the fat sort of solidify a little bit. Yeah. Take off the edge. Oh, interesting. Anyway, that was a really nice dish and honestly something worth considering. Where do you reckon we're going with this episode? We're at 54 minutes now or 53 and a bit. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Have you been happy with this one or? Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah. Just relax. I've been, honestly, I've been really happy with the podcast as recently. I feel like should I've do. been thinking far less about what the podcast should be. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I think we've just been recording. Just embrace of what it is. But it's just really nice. What about when you were, you were really down on one episode after one specific yeah, person fucking didn't like it. Have you come around on that episode or are you still unhappy with that episode? Uh, relatively unhappy. Not really. Just because I feel I feel stupid in it. <coughs> I feel stupid listening to it. I'm like, fuck, the gag just didn't come across. No, who cares? Yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you shouldn't. I don't know what to tell you. No, you're right. It's all in my head. It's all subconscious. Yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah. yeah. It was all in my head up until someone really didn't like it. Maddie Zorowski. <laughs> she said she doesn't listen to them anymore, so I feel like it's just victimless yeah, crime. Yeah, fair enough. I love calling people out that yeah, are close enough. to me, but they just will never know because they won't listen. It's yeah. fantastic. It's interesting. I again, it's one of those ones. It surprises me that you were that you had a fra- like you were fragile on this point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like like before, I was talking about how much it's, it's easy it's all in your head yeah yeah and this you know it's just like no it really got me nine times out of ten but that one time yeah yeah it hurts baby <laughs> anyway maybe we um look like I feel like we look maybe we'll talk about this off air what sort of dishes and shit we want to do yeah probably because I don't really have any ideas at this right. stage I don't have anything to add I really want to do some sort of oh fuck it you're not a big fan of the idea of doing a top like a test run um, well, I'm not sure. I don't know. Really if you want to do a test, we'll do a test. Just seems good. Don't it's just another excuse to cook and eat together. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Like I mean. Anyway, I reckon what we should do is the day before Aussie, the actual thing. Oh, fuck. It's on a Saturday, isn't it? Australia Day? Yeah. Oh, you're going to be working, aren't you? Yeah, I just realised that. I found out though I can leave 
like all I have to do is like seven and a half hours of work a day and I can go in early and leave late sort of a thing and shit like that. Seven and a half, that's pretty easy. Yeah, so it means that I could like, well, the thing is that, I mean, I'm sure there's limits. I can't go at two in the morning. So, <laughs> fuck, that'd be the workload for you and me. <laughs> we literally only work the graveyard shifts. Like, yeah, we're, we go to the gym at 1 a.m., you know, 2.30, 3 a.m., we're in the workplace and then everyone gets there. We're just the clocking out with bags on our eyes. We're just sort of a ghostly presence. We just leave behind some completed yeah. files. Yeah, everyone's like, well, how did it all get done? Yeah. It's like the tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Anyway, look, I think we might leave it there. Yeah, phone's ringing again. Oh, it's probably Pat. Thanks, Pat. Pat. Let's um, <laughs> see. <laughs> Wait a sec. Pat, you there? Yeah, I just dropped it off. How'd it, how'd it go? Yeah, good. Oh, sweet ass. I was I was um, worried actually for a bit. I was like, fuck, they might think it's like a suspicious thing, like a bag left in a store. Um, I don't know, they might call yeah, the... I found it. I found it on the side of the street. <laughs> what? <laughs> you... Oh, actually? Yeah. Oh, fair enough, I guess. Cool. All right, I guess I'll call them up now. Fair enough. Have a good day, mate. I'm going to run. All right, bye. Yeah, you can hear you now. Hey, Pat, how's it going? Uh, yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good stuff. Have a chat about the party. But if you got a moment, please. We just were. You interrupted, though. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, sick. All right, well, let me know what your thoughts are later then. All right, bye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Off the street? <laughs> That's not a good one. That was the curveball. This sort of plan was always going to get. Yeah, I guess this. I guess if you're at ratings and like something randomly off the street gets dropped in, please. <laughs> I guess the um, yeah, I don't know. I guess the store is pretty small. It's very easy to be like, mm, we would have seen it. Maybe honestly, when you call them, I reckon you just come clean. Just be like, oh, look, I don't know what to tell you. I just got my friend to drop it off because I couldn't be bothered going over to his house. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go I see think... a movie today, actually? Oh, are you going to go to work? work? Yeah. You going to do it? Yeah. I can't really pull that now. And also, I'm not working again until February. Fair enough. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well, look, let's wrap this one up. Are you going to come clean when you call ratings? Just don't know. Um, just say, look. I'll just be like, have you got my bag? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, sweet. Yeah. And they'll just be like, oh, that's pretty suspicious, but... Never explain. <laughs> never complain, never explain. Yeah. Genius. All right. Done.